Hi everybody, we are back, welcome, you already know what it is, in the Ascendant Cats, it's your boy Shiloh Hurd. And it's Matt. And I'm John. <laughs> I gotta liven myself up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's your boy Matt. It's your boy. You it's your boy. You <laughs> it's your fucking boy. There you go. Alright, uh, we're back. We're back, we're, we're at back. The, uh, we're at the Hurd residence today. Yes we are, yes we are. We got some good plans coming up, making this uh, a little set. For the yeah. cast. Yeah, we're getting merchandise coming in, everybody. We're going to get progressing. sizes small progressing. small through double XL for all my triple XLs. I'm going to get BBLs. you. BBLs. We got, we got <laughs> for our BBLs, we got you too. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got. Oh, yeah, BBLs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, I, was, I was saying BBWs, my bad. BBWs. <laughs> <laughs> them too. We got them too. Yeah, for the BBWs. Yeah. yeah. Women that got both, we love you too. We got you. We got the BBLs. <laughs> we got yeah, BBLs. BBLs is a little different. I don't know if I support that. <laughs> We're not the supportive. <laughs> We're not the first for it. <laughs> Come on, man. Quality. Come on, man. Merch for everybody. There you go. Slim, thick, thick, that's slim. A, that's a that's a fine line where you <laughs> They got that uh, that Donkey Kong body with the freaking big fucking upper body, small waist, fucking big uh, uh, legs, thighs. <laughs> big legs, thighs, small calves. Something like that. I just remember like for a long time, like everyone was like small quads, but all ass. I've seen that too. I've seen that, yeah. Where it's literally like... Have you guys seen that meme though? Of like Donkey Kong where it's like a girl be going to fucking Mexico to get surgery just to have this body and it's like Donkey Kong and it's like... (laughs) I have not seen. I'm about to show you that. Alright. It's hilarious. You have to pull that up. So yes, everybody. um, You know, how have you been? You know? I've been busy. I've been working. Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) I'm still, still having like Tourette's about yesterday. Yesterday's game. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. We, we did have a Super Bowl, everybody. We, <laughs> this is fresh <laughs> off the Super Bowl cast. Yeah, <laughs> fresh, fresh off, and as as everybody may remember, and those tuning in, Matt here, he is a he's a Philly fan, Philly core. I, I and I have been for a minute now, like since I was like four. Well, you got a fucking Super Bowl at least. You got to see one. Yeah, two, two. You got to see two and win one. Yeah, yeah. I was that was and it was that was on a crazy one too that full folds. Oh yeah, the fucking uh, the what's it called? The, the fucking special. Yeah, the gingerbread man fucking failed us. <laughs> yeah. What's he even doing? Carson Wentz. Yeah. Yeah. Carson Wentz. Out here about to get fucking cut from Washington. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's the commanders. Be, yeah. Yeah, he's about to be he's about to be joining Erica in and out. Burger boys. <laughs> yeah, Burger boys. Damn, like that. Fool's gonna regress to in and out. I don't know, man. He'll be, he could be a backup, I think. Like he's probably not gonna be a starter ever again. Maybe. He... Actually, never said never. Look at Geno Smith. So never say never. What about that full fucking uh, that quarterback from the Seahawks? Wilson. Yeah. What about that fool? Didn't he kind of like flop yeah. recently? They just got Sean Payton. Yeah. What's up? Did. Is that because of the team, the coaching? Or I don't know. Honestly, older. Well, it's crazy. Did you see the scandal that he got? Who? Uh, uh, Russell Wilson. You got one too? Him and Sierra, they're, uh, what's it called? They're like non-profit. Mm-hmm. 
they like got audited and they found out that like only like 27 cents, like every, every like dollar that they make only 27 cents of it is actually going to like the nonprofit. And they have like, like, it's like over a million dollars that they've raised. Yeah. Well, I feel like, why do they need, why do they even need to do that? Doesn't that make <laughs> out bread? They both of them do. Why do they need to have yeah. a little over a million dollars to fucking... Like, I, I don't know what... The, I, like, I, I don't know too much about the story yeah. to say, like, what their nonprofit is. Like, yeah. it, it does cost money to make a nonprofit. Yeah. But, like, that profit margin is... Or no, that, margin that, that's, that's real, like, you know, that's the sketch and shit. Yeah, like, so... What would they really even benefit from that little bit of money? I mean, it's not a little bit of money, but, like... So, to be honest, like, a lot of people will use, like, nonprofits to, like, embezzle like, money or, like, for, like, tax reasons. Yeah, launder money. So, you never know. Okay. Yeah, you never know what they're doing with it. But, like I said, I don't know what their nonprofit is. I just I yeah. saw that. That's, There's layers yeah. to it. Yeah. Okay. They're just trying to get that man on the double and double. They're just they're doubling down because yeah. that, that boy had a shit year. Everything going bad. Well, but. this is what I'll say though. Like he kind of brings it upon himself because look at like the way he portrays himself. Yeah, he did. He did it this year because mm-hmm. I remember uh, Skip and Shannon, a few others, highlighted the fact that this fool had like his own QB coach to come in and then like actually come to practice. Like you yeah. have a QB coach, you you're bringing your own trainer along. Like 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 there, there's other people within his camp that had parking spots in the in their in their yeah, parking facility. Said, they named that. They yeah named yeah that. yeah. Like there's other people that had offices that weren't even personnel. Like this who had all these extra people coming in because he was the shit. And then you portray this, and then yes, he didn't have a great offensive line. That didn't help. But still, he played like crap for especially the money he's getting paid. So mm-hmm. so like I said, a, a real Ooh. coach to bring some stability to to, to a team. That that's what's gonna do do a lot for them, and you know we'll see how that division turns out. But but in regards to the Super Bowl and your Eagles, man, Jalen Hurts was balling, kept it close, man. You guys had him. Actually, yeah, you know what? I owe an apology to somebody. Who? I, I'm I'm keep taping receipt. AJ Brown. If I if I remember correctly, I I talked a lot of shit about when AJ Brown got traded. Yeah. And that man has been with every dollar, and that man balled out yesterday. Or, yeah, he showed that man balled out yesterday. So AJ Brown, you proved me wrong. You, you balled out. You made me some money. So you made me some respect to you. <laughs> oh, did you do a prop bet? I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I did some prop bets too. I did like I did like around fifteen. I think. Yeah, I did eight, and I hit on four of them. A lot. No, actually nine because I did a freaking halftime show one. Uh, I lost all three of my prop bets, but I bet it on Kansas City yeah, you're, to take the death. When I looked at yours, like I thought it was all one, but then I realized it wasn't all one. So I was like, oh, shit. And I looked at all the prop bets as they were. I was like, oh, I'm going to have fun with these. Yeah, there's a lot, yeah. dude. Yeah, so that's why so, so, so that's why for, for those prop bets, because uh, some people don't know, it's especially for us, we do we do a lot of you know small bets, you know, guaranteed wins that you, you can actually build up. Because I've actually... And it's taking forever because, to your point about uh, bravada, pulling it in into um, Bitcoin and then actually receiving the money, bro. Like I end up getting, I tried to, I, I pulled out two hundred dollars and I only got like one forty, like like well like one fifty out of it because it goes through like different things or whatever. Like like I'm getting taxed get on feed. it still. Yeah, I still get feed on it. Ah, uh, okay. So so when so. I pulled out, like I pulled a two eighty back in November. Mm-hmm. Um, the way I did it, I think they took out like like twenty bucks out of it. Mm-hmm. That was because I did the way the way I transferred it, mm-hmm. and then when I converted it over uh, from Bitcoin to like cash. So um, a good way to go about that is use your Bitcoin. So like use your uh, your what's it called? Your uh, 
your cash app wallet, mm -hmm. the Bitcoin, and you can use that money, like pay for it. Ooh. So if you don't want to convert the money itself, you can do that. Okay. No, I thought grandma was. Alright. And we just have all the money. <laughs> you get everybody in Alright, let's go back to uh, Philly. Yeah. Philly and the Chiefs. So Jalen looked good. AJ Brown looked good. Mm -hmm. That defense. Devontae. Oof. Yeah, that defense looked good. The defense was, uh, you know, they helped P Pat Mahomes down the low t the, the 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 low yards where running game was decent. It was it, it was one of those games to where like could they have done more? Yes. Well, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be but, honest. But it's a Super Bowl. Let's look at to it. Where, so, like, they had a touchdown freaking return for a touchdown. Okay, and then they had that freaking crazy freaking special teams return. So it's like those two players like, right yeah, there. Didn't Jalen fumble as well? Something like that, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, fumbled it. Yeah, so it's and like... And for a touchdown. Yeah. yeah, so like, let's be honest, like, <laughs> yeah, like they put up 35 points, but I mean, Kansas City special teams uh, and defense did a good job of getting the Chiefs good field position as well. So for sure. Like, sure. 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 Yeah, yeah, so I think I think for what it was, I think the Eagles defense played well. Like, they look good. Yeah. Yeah. I say that. Kansas City in total, you know, the, it was just one of those games to where... I don't care what, 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 what no, but like, like I said, what some people say about a script or whatever. Pat Mahomes was her. Pat Mahomes showed his warrior side. It was a good two, uh, two, two quarterback battle. Oh, that's the camera. Thank you, you guys. Keep on. Um, but it's one of those to where um, Pat Mahomes played like a B minus game. Jalen Hurts played an A game. In the end, the total team. It just comes down to little mistakes. I, I, I felt like the Eagles did some and Kansas City did. I believe it was a very good game. So no, I, I, I truly yeah. enjoyed the, the game yeah. all yeah. the way to the end. And, and, and like I said, it did suck. But I looked and I was just like, I can come away saying, I'm happy. Yeah. That was just me. It was, a, it was overall as a, good as a neutral. It was a good game. Like, I, and I, this is my argument. Is like, I said, this isn't any knock to like Kansas City. Like They're a great team. I, I know this. I, we're in the same division with them. Um, they have a great coach. My, like I said, my only issue is their whole playoff run is going to be centered around refs making calls or not making calls. That's the that's that's my thing. It's like it sucks that that's how that game ended because like and, I, and that's what it is. Let's be honest. If it's on the other end of the things, like I doubt the rest are gonna call that because why? You want to give Pat a minute to go down the field and try to make something happen. Jalen Hurts did not get the opportunity. Why? Because we can sit here and say it was a call or it wasn't a call. That wasn't like a play where it was like that ball was tight and like it was there. The ball was getting thrown out. And regardless, so and it wasn't like overly. Aggressive. Yeah, so it was just like if you're gonna sit here and say like let them play, or you're gonna sit here and say like oh let's give like every like a team a chance to play, like you kind of took that away because let's let's be honest, like the Philly the the defense held up. That mm -hmm. wasn't that like that play wasn't going anywhere. The defense held up. They played good defense, so they would kick the field goal. Jalen would have had a minute to go down and make something happen, mm -hmm. but we didn't get that. So I think that's where it just like. Say with the whole Bengals game too, like that call, like it's just like <laughs> there's two games in a row, and I didn't even think of the Jacksonville game, they got a little bit help with some calls too. So it's just like not taking away they're a great team. Andy Reid made great second half adjustments. Historically, the whole season he did that. <laughs> I saw that firsthand in the games we played against them. Same thing with the Jacksonville game when Pat was hurt, uh, they made great adjustments to kind of counter what Jacksonville was doing. 
Cincinnati, um, they played a good game second half. Like that's kind of been their story the whole season is like the defenses play play the offense well, mm. and then they sh- they kind of change and shift what they do in the second half and are able to get some momentum going and make things happen. So I think uh, congratulations, I guess Andy Reid, uh, Pat's. This is the, no way saying Pat's my great quarterback. Pat had a great performance. Pat's Pat. I just think a lot of people give him a lot more credit for what they do in, in that system than what he really does. And, I, and, I, and this is what I told you earlier, is I think Pat's definitely a top quarterback. Top three quarterback for sure. I just don't think he's a great quarterback quarterback to where, like, if Andy Reid wasn't there calling plays or, or doing what he does, I think he'd have a lot harder time adjusting the defenses, adjusting to what they're doing. You have a mastermind that looks at how the game goes and calls the plays for you. So that would be my only thing is, like, I don't think he makes the plays to where, like, they're not hard plays. It's not like you're playing, like, the best. Like, you're, you're not like you're playing your best play versus their best play. Like, Andy Reid's going to make whatever is going to make that defense uncomfortable. That's why you see him get a lot of oh, wide open guys. Yeah, yeah, and then and then I, what I say, which I told you too, is I agree to a certain extent. In my eyes, Patrick Mahomes right now is the best quarterback in the league right now, and this is in my view, in my eyes, with the weapons he's had to what he's done, which is win the Super Bowl with Juju Smith in and out the roster, Marvell Scantling being Scantling. Uh, Sky Moore, where the hell he's he's been all year. Travis Kelsey's great. You can say he's a top tight end. Um, there's <clears throat> the, the running game that's been on and off. Pacheco coming off. So so he's had to always be that guy. So the, this is what's difference between him and Tom Brady in this point of their careers, which is why I will say Patrick Mahomes is on a is on a better goat run trajectory than Tom Brady. So I believe. That Pat Mahomes, when this script, script, whatever his story, what he'll end up being is he'll be the LeBron James to the argument of Michael Jordan. LeBron James has done more. He may not have won as many rings as Michael Jordan, but in his totality of the game, Pat Mahomes is going to break records faster. He's going to do more, even with the evolution of the game. He's going to be an all-around better quarterback because he is an all-around better quarterback than Tom Brady. Tom Brady is cerebral, but he was a... Every quarterback's a system quarterback, but what Tom Brady's great at is he doesn't turn the ball over in crucial moments, and he makes the right throws when it mattered. Tom Brady's Super Bowl wins were all like field goal kickers with great defenses and with great running games. So Pat Mahomes has never had a top five running game like Tom Brady has. Pat Mahomes is what barely had a top five defense, probably what maybe two out of the five years, if that maybe a top five like top five like Patriots. No. Because Andy Reid isn't a defensive genius; he's an offensive guy. Well, but let's be let's let's, so, let's be honest. So look at the guys that they they, they were paying around. Like this is the first year where they didn't have Tyreek. So like a lot of the money is tied up to Patrick Mahomes, who's essentially year by year mm-hmm. has paid quarterback. You have Travis Kelsey, who's at the upper end of the tight end. You have an investment in some offensive line guys that you're yeah. paying off to. So like I'm not going to sit here and say that the argument's not wrong, but. I think the philosophies of Bill Belichick and Andy Reid are a lot different. So you're going to see a different team. But I think for you to say that he's on a path to be better than Tom. I mean, Tom won three in a row. Yeah. Tom Tom won three in a row. Yeah, well, that's... And then he went to one. He went went to one. But that's my argument where where I'm telling people this is the LeBron James versus Michael Jordan argument. Michael Jordan run six. Like, he he runs three, three, and three. 
Uh, but LeBron James has a better point average, assist, rebounds. He's been all all defensive. Like this so, is this is an argument I'm not gonna get into. Yeah, right now. Yeah, I can go into this. I can go into this. But I love that though. No, yeah. no, does, no. But that's my point. Does it also like like is a part of that argument like the type of players that they were dealing with then and now? There's so many. There's so many factors that go into the game, and I think. So I'll say that I think Stephen A. hit this perfectly. Um, I just watched him on a podcast. Hmm. You have to look at how the game is played. You have to look at how many number of games they're playing. Mm-hmm. Look at how many number of of, of the of the uh, what's it called the trends of the game. So let's sit here and be honest. You have guys that are playing quarterback now mm-hmm. that are throwing for four thousand, five thousand yards. That back in the nineties, two thousands, even ten years ago, they probably wouldn't be doing that. But the way the game is is set up now, the rules changes. On how uh, players like how schemes are set up now, mm. to where these are a lot. This game is built towards higher scoring, higher yardage game. Why? Because that's what people want to see. Yeah, but if oh yeah, rule set. If there's a bum at quarterback, the he's the rules been different. But yeah. let's, okay, so let's let's like, basketball. Yeah. How the rules change a lot? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like for basketball. It's more of a three, and then guys have to be more athletic now. Centers cannot just you know like like, like you can have old school centers, but if they're just like per, like just in the box, if if they if they can't go out and like have some form of movement beyond, then they're just gonna get killed or whatever. Like you have to have some evolution. And then to to to, to football with quarterbacks, yeah, we throw more and everything else. But it goes back to just because the rules have opened, if there's a bum at quarterback. He ain't throwing for three thousand, four thousand. Taylor Heineke did not throw for four thousand yards this season. Like, let's just be honest. Like, it, 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 so, yeah, so, 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 let me. So that's the this, best part uh, about it. Is there's a trend though? Like, we look at this every couple of years. Like, the record for passes, yards, touchdowns have been broken. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's over. Gonna continue to go that, on. That's gonna be, that's gonna keep happening because the game is moving towards that. Not because necessarily like we're gonna sit here and say like Justin Herbert. Uh, broke the the record that Pat had. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily say that say okay Herbert's a better quarterback than Mahomes because he just broke the passing record. He broke the touchdown record. Yeah. In the past freaking five or six years, how many quarterbacks have we thrown have thrown for five thousand yards? Barely. No couple. Like last last year we had like three or four, five thousand, probably ten that threw over four thousand. When Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning were all playing at that level. It was like an accomplishment to throw over 4,000 yards mm-hmm. to get over that, or to throw over 25 touchdowns. Now we have guys in the 30s or 40s, and that's because that's what the game is built towards now. Yeah. It's getting these open. So, like, I understand the argument you're trying to make about the Brady, but I think, like, you have to look at, like, because Brady almost just threw for 50 a couple years ago. Yeah. Let's look at it. At, 40, at 45, 44 years but, old. But, but he was not, so, so, so this is the premise, but before we move on. Brady was not asked to do as much as Pat Mahomes is asked to do within the offense. He has to do everything. He doesn't have a top five rushing offense. He doesn't have a defense. And they're running the ball. Pacheco rushed for 100 yards five straight games in the playoffs. Pacheco rushed for uh, for 100 yards. Okay, okay, but did that win them the game? Or was it Patrick Mahomes' arms? No, no, it did not. Pacheco scored. uh, We got two touchdowns yesterday. But was (laughs) was he the captain? Okay, he he played. But you were saying that he he has to do everything. No, but he has. Was Pacheco there five years ago, four years ago? Was Pacheco there three years ago, two years ago? What I'm saying is, when a guy doesn't have a top five rushing offense like Tom Brady has, so like I said, this is you have have a top five. Why are you going to get away from uh, if it works? If you but have that's weapons, my point. if but you're putting money John, into offense. John, but that's my point. 
if you are asked to do more, because that's because he's that good. What is he doing? It's just more, like LeBron. Though? What Le- is he doing? That's LeBron more? coming out of, of high school, going into the league, he was automatically a starter. Mm-hmm. He was automatically asked to shoulder the load versus Cody, who was on do, the bench. I'm not asking, what is he asking to do more though? He's asked to throw the ball thirty to forty times a game. He doesn't always do than, that. Huh? He doesn't always have to do that. More more times than not, John, he has. And, he'll and, probably, and, he'll and, probably and throw 30 times, but he'll probably get 25, 30 completions. It's been it, very It rare. doesn't matter. You're yeah, asked to do more. Do I need to be the fact checker in this one? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Move on. no I have him in fantasy, so I know. That's fact. why I'm no, saying. No, like, like, but it's just the God honest truth. And like I said, we, we will go back to this because, like I said, yeah, everybody, I have him in fantasy, this so is I a know. great topic that I'm going to come back to John about because this is the, that's the God honest truth. So, should I look at stats versus stats? I just don't know. That's more like, I'm saying he's a great quarterback, but you're saying you're insane. It's all like he's the one. I did not say yeah. it's all. I said he's asked to do more. Tom Brady was not asked you to throw the that. ball 20 to 20. He was not asked to throw the ball 20 to 30 times a game. That wasn't his job. His job was to what? Check down. Make the small incompletion throws. You're going to run the football. You're going to run it in. You're going to control the game more. You're being a game manager. There's certain quarterbacks that do these things. Patrick Mahomes cannot just be a game manager. He hasn't always been that. Now, yes, when we have Pacheco and everything else like that, can he be? Yes. He had to learn how to be this year. That's why they relied on Pacheco towards the end of the year. That's why it's a blessing he came on because that's how you win the Super Bowl. You have a running attack. But Clyde Clyde Evans-Alaire wasn't that before. And even the guys before that, they consistently needed a guy and they didn't. So that, that that's all I'm saying. This is where we're gonna okay. go, and this is where I'm not gonna say because I, I, after your point, we're gonna go. I think I I think you you make a valid point, but I'm gonna sit here and say, if Patrick Mahomes is having a bad day, the offense is gonna slow down. Andy Reid's gonna do what's gonna be working. So for you to sit here and say that Pat has to be that guy. No, Andy Reid is going to do what's going to be working. So if they're not going to get the, the long pass game, they're not going to get the short pass going. What are they going to do? They're going to check it down. They're going to run the ball. But so I'm saying, like you're you're saying you're going to say like that offense runs through Pat, and I don't it think does. necessarily. It, I don't think necessarily it does because you have a great coach that knows how to get creative, that knows how to move guys around, that knows how how to get guys open, that knows how to open up running lanes. So I don't think it's necessarily... <laughs> but he's never had a top five r- r- rushing offense. You, you you can't say he's good at that, but the numbers say he's not. But he's never had but, a bad. But that's what... They've never been bad. Just because you John, have a top they, five. They've been in the 20s three out of the past five years. They're 20, 22, I don't, 21. I don't believe that. Yes. I, like, really, I, don't, they, one, I know one they, year they had a really they, bad they year, had, and that's when they got quiet. Because they've never been good. They don't. But yeah, but that's just me. When you're Pat Mahomes, never, when you have Travis Kelsey, you got Tyreek Hill. Listen to that. Guys, but, but, yeah. but, but, but listen to your statement. Because you have Pat Mahomes, because you have Travis Kelsey, that just goes to show you that's how much level you have. Because if you had a great running back, if you had Saquon Barkley or whatever, you're running the ball 20 to yeah. 25 times. You're, pay, but you're you paying don't Saquon have that Barkley guy. to do that. Nope. You would draft a guy like him, but you didn't. Well, actually. They tried to Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I think they got him in the first round, right? And look what happened to him. Lord God I'm Almighty. Like I'm say, I'm, like, here's uh, the thing is, I'm not saying that Patrick Mahomes isn't like, – he's a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. Great quarterback. You have a great pairing with him with Andy Reid. I don't think that he ha- – Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. has to deal with some of the things other quarterbacks have to deal with. Why? Because you have one of the greatest play callers – you have one of the greatest minds, not just in an offensive football, but defensive football, because he's seen so many different offensive defenses that that takes the question of the game of like, am I going to see something that I haven't seen before? Am I going to be in a play that may not work or, or mm-hmm. go against this? What I'm saying is, I don't think that. Let's look for example. Let's look at that that drive that the uh, when he got hurt in the Jacksonville game mm-hmm. and they put in Chad Henney. What happened? 
Well, yeah, they drove but, they drove down and but it's and all, it made, it like but, but, but Chad Henning, Chad Henning had to make two crucial throws that no play call. Those were tight throws. At the end of the day, guys have to perform in order to come. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good the how great the play caller is. But they had, had a good tempo. Run, they had they had a good tempo. The they called, the, they were they, they moved at, down the at field. At the end of the day, yes. If you have a good play caller, you can put average guys in that make them look good. But Chad Henney had to make two throws that other guys, if they don't make those throws, they don't get it. And he did. And for that, that's good. But we do have to move on. All that right. was a, I love that topic because, like I said, everybody, we will revisit it. Now, there is a special day tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know if everybody knows. We're coming off of it. We're feeling this. We're feeling the love in the air. So it is Valentine's Day. Um, real quick, I'm going to ask the fellas, because uh, I'm actually going to start off with this particular question. Um, even though I'm single, you know, we live in life out here. Um, the question of the day, and even to you viewers, is um, is Valentine's Day an overrated holiday? I mean, when, when you think about, you know, people think of love, you know, this is a day that I can give, I can, you know, do certain things. Um, but... You know, the, there could be some counter arguments to, well, some people believe that, wow, you're waiting till one day to do some things or whatever. My personal view is I'm 50-50 on it. I, I, I do believe that on, on the bad outlook on it, some people can use this holiday as, oh, well, I'm going to defer my love to somebody or I'm going to do this just on this specific day. And that can create a lot of problems. Um I, I can see that some people can build up a false narrative, like a false emotion to it. Like, oh, because it's Valentine's Day, I need to do something on this day. And if something doesn't happen or if their loved one doesn't bring them flowers or doesn't do something on this sacred day, then they don't love them or something else can happen. Um, but the positive that I, I look at is uh, for the, the people out there uh, like myself, that one of my love, my, one of my love languages um, is like... I love to give, like, 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 I'm a giver. So when I can give a woman love, whether it's through a present, whether it's through flowers, like whether I listen to a woman in conversation, some of my friends, and they tell me of a certain makeup they've always wanted or certain things that they couldn't really buy, you know, and I'll give that to them along with, you know, um, the ambiance of a good dinner. Because at the end of the day, I feel like women, yeah, like, like, <laughs> look, like, you know, like uh, when you go in and you go into a nice restaurant, whether it's the good music, the uh, the ambiance of it to where like the whole, the environment, the whole essence of the like, vibe, the, the, yeah, okay. vibe, you know, um, yeah, yeah. ambiance is the vibe. Yeah. So it's like. So it's like to give a woman. So you're that, taking her a nice dinner. You're just trying to give her that vibe. Well, well, she's like, this is a dope room. <laughs> Like that's what I confused me. I was yeah. like, "Are you like trying to like make her like show her like this is what it could be, or like are you actually taking her?" So <laughs> she turns back around. He's just fucking butt naked. <laughs> She's all sober, not me. I'm pretty fucking hungry. It's, all, it's ambiance. Yeah, this is all I can do. Best I got. <laughs> I was on a budget. He grabbed her by the pussy. Uh, so, <laughs> so I was. So with me. I, I personally use the Valentine's Day as the one in few times that I actually go out to have dinner. Now, it's also depending on the woman. Because if a woman that I like, she's more of like a homebody. Like, I, I don't I, I don't want to go to Casa McGreary, which I have a reservation for. But, uh, uh, she doesn't want to go over there or something like that. That she wants to just stay home, you know? Like, she's cool with that. I got you. I'm going to whip you up some dinner and make you feel right. Get you some wine Shiny or cook. whatever. Huh? You cook? Oh, John. Oh, John. <laughs> what see, do you cook? See, he he's the chef. 
I'm like the chef's apprentice. Sous chef. The sous chef. I'm, I'm like the sous chef international because I got I'm the, the Nigerian. His idiot sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine, mine's fire, dog. Trust me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I could cook. We're actually gonna have a, an ascended cook-off one day too. I'm done with that. You hear that, everybody? You heard it first. Ascended cook-off. We're gonna have everything coming. We have some ideas brewing for the not when I say the podcast. It's the whole brand of the podcast that we're brewing. So we're going to have some good stuff coming. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And then we're random Quality. thing. Quality. It's going to be beautiful. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so with me, that's how I view the Valentine's Day specials. 50-50 on overrated. I feel like, like I said, bigger picture, eh. But for people that want to express themselves, it is a good day to, you know, have that as excuse, outlook, to really do something nice for a person or, or for a lady or for a friend that you know. Um, I'll piggyback. I'll take I'll take the lead on the next uh, take that shit part of this. Yeah. Um, I have a girlfriend, but I show her love every fucking day. Mm. I show her love all the fucking time. I express it all the time. So I'm like, whatever about Valentine's Day. I would not give a fuck if she didn't give me anything. Um, but we put a cap on like, you know. How much money we're gonna spend on each other for it just because it's like not that big of a deal but it's still kind of something um so you know gonna i actually did uh, uh find a really dope idea that i'm gonna give her um and it's it's just like a real small like you know gesture and then you know get the fuck on kind of deal <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm only saying this now. Is that your, is that your guys' love language? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only saying it like this now because I'm with the guys. But yeah. of course, when I'm with her, I'm, I'm soft. Yeah, okay. And like, you know, I'm soft. And you're, like, you're a little lover boy? I am. Yeah. I am. I'm a low-key. I'm a low-key lover. Like, I fucking... I, I love... I love... I, I'm... I'm the type that will like to kick back at home and, and lay in bed all day and do fucking nothing. Eat good That's food. Good I would love to eat... I just That's love good making day. food. Mm. Eating good fucking food. Um, lay, but I don't lay in bed all, all, all the time because I did for the first time after I just graduated. I laid in bed um, that day. I got and the next day I was fucking hurting. Like my body was just like stiff. What the fuck? Yeah, like dude, what the fuck? You just did nothing. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, uh, circling back, um, I would I would like if Valentine's Day wasn't a thing, I would I would I would be happy. Um, but it is what it is. It's a, it's a marketing thing, like we were kind of discussing earlier. It's yeah. like, you know, it's a chocolate and flour sales. Yeah, three hundred percent. Yeah, it's a cool. It's a cool way to express your love and this and that. But like, like I said, I make her food every day. I um, I show her love every day. Um, That's what I'm talking about. So it's like one of those things where I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll partake in the. In the fucking social, in the social norm, yeah, the social norm, yeah, foresight, <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think, I mean, I get like the symbolism of it. So I don't really care for it. Like I think yeah. I'm fifty fifty. Like if it was, it wasn't around, I wouldn't care. Um, if I had like a girlfriend or something like that, but yeah, I'd, I'd go out of my way to like make it kind of special. That's kind of like how. Uh, what's what's the word? I was gonna say flamboyant, but that's not that was not the word. That was not what I was looking for. Like I guess extravagant. Like I like to like I like to give gifts. I like to give gifts. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's just like if I could like think of something good or like I thought like something that like would be uh, like 
like make them feel better or like make them feel like valued. Yeah. I'd be I'm down for that. Um but yeah, Valentine's Day is always just like kind of like up in the air because I think for the past couple of times it's been on a, like on the weekends, hasn't it? I don't know, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I think last year I think last year I was picking like in Anaheim doing something. I didn't get back until like nine o'clock and this year I'm working I think. I don't even I don't even know what my calendar looks like. Yeah, Scarlett and I are yeah. we're not even spending the day together. Red flag. She has school. So Red flag. I'm gonna give you guys a red flag. <laughs> that the girl, if you ever, this is for all the fellows out there that probably had this happen to them. If a girl ever texts you about doing something on Valentine's Day, but she says she has to do it in the morning, and she's busy at night, and she didn't tell you why she's busy, she's not the one. She's not the one. <laughs> Let's just say that. I mean, she's probably the one to break, you know, that back. But that's about it. I'm. You have a good. You have a good night, but you, your heart will after. Well, I mean, if she if she's trying to say, if she if she's on that type of level, then what you know, she can't expect nothing else. Exactly. That's what I was saying. But this is but my if thing. She, if she if she's trying to get a fucking fool, that's gonna fall for that shit. Like, no, then, exactly. You know, yeah. Well, no, I guess my thing is like. What I don't know. What, like, there's like I guess like different like ways of that. Uh, that game could be played. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it can go both. And so when I said like girls, if a guy's doing that to you too, like same yeah. thing, like that, that might not be the one. But yeah. I think more so, it's like I think a, <laughs> I think both sides of uh, the pendulum will try to take advantage on Valentine's Day because there's some guys that like expect like everything, like oh, like you have to have me like a cook dinner and like all this stuff. And loads of random girls and stuff like that to, like, to do that stuff. So it's like, oh yeah, just yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, but they use the day to like try to guess about somebody. Like, oh, he should do it for me because Valentine's Day. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like I'm bringing dick and me. Yeah. I deserve dinner and fucking yeah. banana pudding. Hey, but some girls are about it. No, exactly. They're just like, this was my king right here. I'm and then, but then shit. the funny thing is, like three or four dates, like, they're not together. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you see, homeboy had a fuck on a date with another chick, and it's like, all right, cool. I know. Man. Valentine's Day is on Tuesday. People use it, bro. Like, it's a manipulative. Like, people use it to, like, because people don't want to be alone. It's not for A lot of people yeah. don't want to be alone, so it's like they'll settle for something or, or they'll go out their way to do something for, for like, that symbolism of, like, hey, I'm not by myself or I'm not alone on Valentine's Day. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say, like, 50-50 on it. Uh, personally, like, it's kind of like a, I'm like a, like, like a shooter-shoot. Like, hey, if I make it cool, if I don't, I'm going to go go to sleep. Wake up next sense, live my life just like <laughs> if I did it or didn't. So I like that, man. Yeah, yeah that's I'm on a shooter mentality right now. <sighs> Shooter's mentality. I love I love that mentality yeah. too because I'm a shoot too. What kind of gifts do you guys like receiving? Like for example, Ooh, I'm a bad I'm a bad I, gift receiver. I like that question. I'm a bad gift receiver. For for example, the gifts that I like are the ones that are going to help me on my day to day. Like what? Like the supplies that I need for my day to day that I mm. I typically like. I do I do appreciate stuff like that. Um, I don't like shit that I'm just gonna look at and it's just gonna sit there and I'll, uh, like you know wear it once. Or, so like, I'm not, I don't want, I don't like clothes or anything like that. Like I don't know I I can't say that because sometimes I'll get stuff up. Like, oh, I actually really like that because like my favorite thing to wear. Yeah. Uh, I do like like symbolic uh, gifts because like now that I've gotten older, like I've. I'm a lot more reflective mm-hmm. on, on things now. So, like, I can see things now or I can look at things now and, like, kind of remember, like, oh, like, okay, I remember when I did this or I remember I was I was there. I remember when I was in this situation. Oh, so kind of like a... So, like, uh, I do like gifts like that because you may not 
in that moment, like it might be something very valuable, but this is really, really very cool. Like, I'm not going to use it, but like, it's, it's like cool. memorabilia. Yeah. And then like two years down the road, like you're looking at it and like, are you coming across and you're like, wow, like that's crazy. Like that's where I was at two years ago. And like, look how I've grown. Or like, I remember when like, I, I did this or I took this, mm-hmm. like where I was at in life. So I have an appreciation for it because I think like in life, like you have to have those like certain things that kind of, kind of ground you or kind of bring you back down. For sure. So I, I like those too because like it may not necessarily be like valuable or it may not be something that like you said useful in like your everyday life, but like you never know, like you might be having a day and then you see that and you're like oh, I like those well. gifts too. Yeah. I like those gifts too. Like I just don't like unnecessary like shit like just I don't know. I don't know how to explain that I guess, but like um I like shit that just helps me for my day to day because like I, I do so many things yeah. that um that if you're helping me along with what I got going on, trying to get myself better or whatever, whether it be like a, um, like if I do my, I make my magnesium water. If she yeah. were to give me fucking uh, more uh, of the bottles that I use to need, like that's perfect. Yeah, Thank that's you. cool. Yeah, like, you know, like that, like I would love that, but like I wouldn't, like I don't, I don't require like a crazy gift, like a nice watch. Oh or, yeah, like, you know, like or like you know shit like that. Some like some like Jordans for you, like even though she got you some limited edition, like a band. These shoes cost a band, and I like, just don't have the value for it. Like that's not my go. that's not my value system. Yeah, like, yeah. With me to answer your question, the two things that immediately popped in my brain when you said those get the ding ding. Um, one was cologne. Oh yeah, I I'm a sucker for cologne, and because because I'm not a high. Yeah. And because I'm not a high like fashion guy, I don't have a lot of like shoes like that. Like I'm not a kicks dude. And like I I don't have a lot of different types of jackets if you would. So if she were to give me, like I said, just some some all white force, she'd give me something simple like that. Or 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 like I said, my things were ever actually jackets that I don't have a lot. So it's like a cologne. Or like something that, that that I rarely buy for myself, which is shoes or anything else like that, then I'll appreciate it because I'll be like, oh crap, like this woman knows me. She knows I'm not materialistic for so for stuff like that. And like I said, and not just Jordans or anything else, because I don't even though those expensive shoes are cool, I find no value in them because like I said, I'm not gonna be going out to stuff like that. And when I do go out, it's to raves or something. And I'm not trying to wear J's and <laughs> San Bernardino Nas yeah. Center, or I'm not trying to wear them in EDC Las Vegas when I'm about to get freaking stomped on by like you don't need to feel the fe- like uh, to f- have the flex kind of yeah, like that. I'm not a I'm not a flexor like that. Like my confidence doesn't get exuded through my through my fashion. Like don't get me wrong. Like if you put me in a suit or whatever, like I feel great. Like that's that's amazing and all. But you'll but, have the same confidence. Yes, I, I have a confidence of a thousand men. Whether I'm butt naked walking down the street versus if I have a suit on. With my goody boy shoes and fucking, um, and then, um, you know, a dick extension. Like, it don't matter. Yeah. I feel you on that. Yeah, no, I think, I think also too, though, it's like, um, I kind of, like, it's where I'm at in life too right now. Because I'm on, I'm in the process of, of. Hold on, hold on. What, uh, subject are we right now? Subject? What topic? Uh, we are on, da, 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 da. So right now we are getting into 
Our next one's gonna be uh, the social norm one, and then after that, it was gonna be a, a, a game you were thinking about. <laughs> All right, let's uh, Matt, you can wrap up the thought. Look like give like a minute and a half, and then we need to go yeah. on because just because that's gonna die. Okay. And then so is this. So. Okay. Right. Yeah. No. When I was just um, uh, well, I I mean I kind of it's alright. We can. Move you on. good? Yeah, we can move on. All right. Yeah, we cool. can move on. Yeah. All right. Cool. Alright, so everybody, and my boys here, we're going to move on to pretty much the last kind of big topic, because we, we, we've been filling these topics, everybody. We've been firing, we've been brainstorming, so thank you for bearing with us and really vibing with us here. Um, but one topic, 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 one topic that we we're thinking about, um, and, I, and I came up with the question of what is a social norm, and I can even expand it to even a holiday, because at the end of the day, it feels like a holiday is a fucking social norm, like government is implementing these holidays or removing them and doing all these things for mm. some bullshit so what is a social norm holiday that we're doing as an american society that that, that you feel like the government or just people ha- have been really putting down on is horrible black history month no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> the best part about that is you look right at when you said that <laughs> <laughs> You looked at me when you said that like, with conviction. I was like, <laughs> I look back with love. Yeah, but you know what? Like, uh, it's funny you say that though, too, because like a lot of prominent like African American people have said like, why do we just get a month? Like, why is it not just like something that's a part? Did a white man create that month too? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. I wonder, what, I wonder what the background is on that. Like I said, they they have that Latin American like month. I guess they have. The, and then, Everyone has a month now. Yeah, though. yeah, but yeah, but they, they combined. I guess Asian American with like Islander. Didn't you see that? So, like, yeah, the Asian American is like the Islanders. So these are us. They're pissed. <laughs> they're pissed. You know they're pissed. You know they're pissed. Hey, fool! You know they're pissed off about that. They're like, we have to fucking share. Share. <laughs> the fuck is this shit? Oh. <laughs> yeah. All their warriors would just decimate the fucking Asians. Yeah. Eat them, motherfuckers. You know, you know the Asians are pissed. You know the Asians are bro, really pissed about that. My people are pissed. <laughs> so am I. We plowed yeah. the land for fuck all this time just for the share of month with the fucking islanders. Fucking <laughs> 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 oh my god bro uh but we're, we're talking about social norms yeah it's just, just, and like ho- holidays like i don't know like i think there's, it's cool to have some holidays like hmm. i like uh fourth july like i like veterans day i like more uh, memorial day uh thanksgiving like i like here's the thing about those things is i like what it does because it brings people together but i think when people and this is like honestly with anything I think when people like take it like too far, like they make it like a very tribalism. Mm. It's like very tribal, like, oh like this is mine, this is not yours, like you can't celebrate it. Yeah. Like, that's where it's just like weird, like what do you like <laughs> like why? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I like uh, I, yeah, it's You know what? I guess that would be my uh my social norm. Mm. Go ahead, finish. No, you go I guess my social norm would be tribalism. Okay. I feel like everybody is just like let's look at our, our, our political system. It's like you're either red or blue. Oh, it's like you're either red or blue. Okay, let's look at freaking uh, the structure of just like Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like you're either going for one team or another. Like, and if you're like, if you're not like about it, like, well, fuck you. Like, it's just like, wow. Yeah, what people the fuck do you get, yeah, rolls. Yeah, <laughs> over dudes that wouldn't even fucking. Yeah, care. like, I like, like, let's look at like fighters, like fights, like dudes will get, like people will like get such tribalism like over like fights, like fighters. Yeah. 
Um, I think that there's like movies on the tribalism part. I think that it's required in certain degrees, just like everything else. I understand tribalism in like a community of like, okay, like we're all for each other. Like you're trying to take away from us. Yeah. But like, I look at like sports or like movies, like Mm -hmm. Star Wars freaking like people like versus Star Trek people. Or like Marvel versus, versus DC, DC yeah. wrestling, bro. Wrestling <laughs> is freaking one of the most toxic like tribalism because they're all weird as shit. Yeah. They're all weird as shit. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I think that what that is is just because it's deeply ingrained in the human, uh, in in the human itself yeah. as being a part of something. And so when somebody has never really been truly a part of something, they're gonna hold yeah. on to that for dear fucking life. Yeah, bro, fucking gym culture. I fucking like a fitness yeah. culture. Like you have yeah. bodybuilders, you have crossfitters, you have powerlifters. Like there's yeah. travels. And like if you're this or that, like oh we don't fuck with this or we don't like we don't like that. Yeah. It's like yeah, like yeah. they look down on it. Yeah, it's like if you're not doing what they're doing, exactly. And like that's the thing that's shitty is like I feel like everyone's just so like you're either this black and white. Everyone's yeah. so black and white now about shit. So it's like mm-hmm. that's polarizing. Yeah, it's like polar. Like everything has to be polarizing. Like everything can't just be like you're either a patriot or you're a freaking you hate America. It's like why can't I just feel like why can't I disagree with some of the stuff we do, but still be proud of being in a, like a country where like we're yeah. able to do all this. Like for sure. Yeah, it's like everything has to be like you have to be this or like. Yeah. So I would say tribalism, like that's people, a good yeah, like people just being like this or that, like it's like no, like the best, the you make the most progress when you can hear and understand what you, like what's going good and what's going right, and then use that to build forward. It's not like it has to be this way, it has to be that way. Like a yeah. good, a good um, system, a good company, a good, a good country. Like they use what they're doing well and they build on that. And then where they can improve and work on that, like they hear they hear the, the criticism and try to improve it. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, we have to do it this way. We have to do it this way." No, like that. Like that's, I guess, tribalism. Yeah. 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 No, I, I I agree with that. I agree with that. I think that people they internalize it and take it to heart and die, they'll die on that hill. Yeah. Like and if that's the life they choose, then they're gonna fucking be living in a life of fucking stress and anxiety their whole goddamn life like mm-hmm. if they can't even be open you know to to see yeah. someone else's view and being okay with someone else not having that view that's where it gets weird if you're yeah. not okay with someone else believing something and you're just like no like that's you cannot think that way yeah. like you are not like like oh like it's like yeah don't hang around the person if their values don't match yours like you don't have to fucking be best friends but like you could still respect somebody you can yeah. still look at somebody the same and be like look we just think different but mm-hmm. i'm not going to be your friend uh like it's like hatred is a form of love you have so much you have so much energy towards a feeling towards somebody that's a form of love. It's like it's it, it you you when you hate somebody you, you love them. Well, hatred usually yeah. hatred usually comes from like love. Like you like yeah. hatred usually comes from like you were invested in this whatever this person was doing or something that they did. Yeah. To where something happened that that passion that you had uh, that you had turned into something that that you now like that just negative feeling for you. Yeah, it's lower vibration. Yeah. Like it's like so like Essentially, it's like when people get into that lower vibration of, of mentality, then that's where it's like, all right, you know, we're not going to connect. We're yeah. not going to be able to relate. And then that's okay. And I, like, think, like, I just yeah. won't kick it with you or I won't waste my time on you. Like, yeah. Because you're going to waste your time on me as well. Like, you're not going to prove me otherwise. I'm, see, I'm willing to be wrong, though. That's the thing. Mm. Like, if I say mm. something, yep. I'm if I say something and someone's like, 
wait a second, like this is that. And if it's a logical evidence based, like, mm-hmm. like response and I go, holy fuck, like I didn't realize that mm-hmm. or like I didn't see it that way. I will change my perception. That's healthy mm-hmm. for yes. you to be able to see, uh, hear something. I just had that happen right now on this podcast. Yeah. Like if you, if you, if you can be, if you could be receptive and vulnerable enough to have the humility to fucking be wrong, mm-hmm. yeah. then that's where the balance lies and being able to be, you know, conviction, you can have conviction in your, in your word and your beliefs, mm-hmm. but don't, 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 uh, um, shut out others. Just no. be, it's like a Dunning-Kruger effect. You think that you know everything to the point where everyone else mm-hmm. is wrong and you don't, you don't realize how little you know about the fucking subject. Yeah. You think you know everything. But then you stick with that egotistical mentality. You keep riding that wave. And people that don't have any clue about what they're talking about, you're going to seem smart. Yeah. But you come across somebody or you come across somebody with a valid or a logical response. Oh, no, no, no. Like my fucking, the two letters in front of my name will say otherwise. The doctor, you know, like a doctor or PA or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I have the fucking white lab coat and I went through all the school. I couldn't be wrong. You're just a civilian. It's just like that type of shit is what... Like, it turns me the fuck off. I'm like, look, motherfucker, I can read a book too, bitch. Yeah. I can fucking, <coughs> like, I, I, I could go do research too. All, you know, a lot of people, like, you know, I'm not going to go down that fucking rabbit hole. But, like, it's just one of those things where it's, like, that tribalism mentality of feeling like they're superior is very, like, that. I can't fucking stand that shit. Yeah. I can't stand it. And this is what I'll say um, in that experience, because I'm, I'm on the opposite of it. Um, and I think like that's the thing that's shitty is our like how our media is distributed. Yeah, it's very like tribalism. So that's where it sucks because like you have people that are educated that have dedicated their life to research a certain subject, and if it's not an agreement with like whatever this side wants or whatever that side wants, mm-hmm. instantly it's like oh no you're wrong. Oh no that's stupid. Or that's no that that yeah you're wrong. And even if like you're a doctor like you said if they do have those initials I'll know it. If they don't hear what they want to hear because it's not in alignment with their side or with the person that they're that they're going with what they're saying, mm-hmm. it's like no, no, you can't be right. Oh no, you're wrong. Like that's crazy. So that's what sucks about like being this idea is it's up to the individual now mm-hmm. because we can't trust. Everything is uh, politically motivated or manipulated. Voted. So it's like we can't sit here and trust. Financially motivated. Yeah, like what the TV is telling us, what the radio is telling us, what government's telling us now. Um, we have to. We have to be the ones that make the decision on what we believe in or what we don't believe in. And like a lot of people just fall into that tribalism of like, oh, I'm just going to listen to what this uh, celebrity said or what this news anchor says or mm-hmm. what this person says because, oh, like that's, that, that, that's my person. It's like, that's like yeah. a very dangerous thing. Like to how do. can you question yeah. somebody? How can you question that person that that's literally their life? Yeah. That's the whole point is yeah. to question. Yeah. And that's the whole point of science is to question in theory and like, you know, research and and change and understand that shit's got there's nuances. Mm-hmm. Like not it's not just set in stone. And that's where like people like they just they they envelop themselves into this uh of this system mm-hmm. of <clears throat> Of taking on like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow everybody else to fucking uh, say shit for me, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna be my own advocate because you wanna know why it takes energy, it takes effort, yeah. and it takes fucking it takes a lot of time, mm-hmm. and people don't want that they don't have the energy to do so because probably the social norm that Shiloh's gonna go down is gonna be causing that. Yeah, Shiloh, hit your social norm. And man, y'all are killing it today, man. It makes me happy. Makes me happy. That's good. Y'all. Hit your norm. I love you. We got 4%. Gotcha. <laughs> so my social norm real quick, everybody, before it knocks out, is the fact that, um, as we all know, you can get 
two cheeseburgers for a price of a small salad. I believe that our social norm of our fast food industry and more importantly, our food industry in general, Mr. Bill Gates, you have a lot to do with that. Um, and China. And China too. Yeah, um, China. All the way from the top down, our system of, la- of lack of quality of food. My boy Mac can even go into the, the history of, of how the masculinity of men has dropped has dropped down but but I do believe I know I know I know but with that though I say that because it all ties into each other why because when you have fruits that that, that that don't have the nourishment when you have the meats that are just absolutely horrible and you create this cycle of weak people to give birth to more weak people with on top of a medical system that we like I said we'll get into later that is used to not heal people it's to get you better for today but you'll be back tomorrow that's why i tell everybody so oh sorry no i was gonna say disease maintenance not Mm -hmm. it's not it's not preventing preventative medicine it's disease maintenance so that's i'm just i'm just pretty much like putting that title on what you just explained because that's the truth yeah that's the bottom line truth And, and and i feel like Working out of hospital, people that, that, that are in healthcare, they're doing amazing. They're doing their research. They're out here saving a lot of people's lives. I'm not saying that people's lives don't get saved, but in the mass no, quantity. Like, I'll, I'll tell you guys, you guys will be surprised how many like people that are in the medical profession, whether it's doctors, uh, technicians, or even uh, nurses, like they know all the stuff that they're doing isn't the best our like best way to treat our, our to help them mm-hmm. but it's because whatever the, ho- the hospital is being funded to do mm-hmm. so whatever paying like whatever prescription company whatever mm-hmm. um equipment whatever equipment um is paying it like that's what they have to do mm-hmm. like it's not like they, they don't have a choice like you can't start introducing anything else mm-hmm. because whatever the hospital has what that they do so like i've had several conversations where they're just like yeah like this is kind of what we have to work with mm-hmm. because this is what the hospital provides or they'll yeah. get their license provo- uh, taken away mm-hmm. well, my they just don't have an option like they can't get what they want or what they yeah. need because the, the hospital didn't provide it but they but they also will get their license taken away if they do do something outside the scope of practice so <laughs> well they do outside the hospital yeah no no i'm yeah. saying like if they're in the doctor's office and that doctor tells that person hey go try this remedy that's not within the scope of the practice of that hospital's uh, uh, um, uh, uh, um, guidelines. Guidelines. There we go. Guidelines of what they're allowed to prescribe or what they're allowed to do. They can lose their license if they prescribe some if a holistic. And it's like, it has a negative consequence on the parents yeah. too. Then yeah. Yeah. So like yeah. they can literally lose their license. Like, yeah. hey, why did you go tell somebody to do this? And then like you didn't give them the medication that is is on hand. Mm-hmm. You know, like same thing with the um, with COVID in certain hospitals. It's called it's it's incentives. That, and then they're also told, like, you can only use this medication because Fauci only prescribed Resdemivir for the medication in a medical intervention. And that, that, that medication was known to cause so many disruptions and so many deaths, and it was one of the worst fucking medications to prescribe. But because they were told that they had to do that, and if they did, they would be financially incentivized as well. Mm. It's a financial incentive. Yeah. It's a, it's no, a, it is. It's a business. It is. And, w- and with that, everybody, the rabbit hole we will get into later we're at the 1% marks. We're going to go ahead and wrap this up, everyone. Thank you for rocking with us here at the Ascended Cast. As you know, I'm Shy, I'm Shy Smooth, a.k.a. Shiloh. Got my boy Matt. Got John right here. We love you guys. Thank you for ascending with us. Have a good one. Deuces. Later.